Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season finale episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky, and yeah. um, I apologize for my audio right now. Um, yeah, scheduling and uh, pet sitting did not work out in my favor. I am surrounded by a lot of noisy animals, so you may hear that. You know, I am impressed, though. You can do a really good, like, crisp snap. Thank you. Thank it's, you so much. It's a good skill to have. Nice crisp. I appreciate you. <laughs> crisp snap sounds, what everyone wants. Um, but the point of the, the moral of the story is, of course, so, Ian, here we are. The end of season yeah. three. We have done it. Wow. 22 Holy episodes. Shit. And we are now halfway through the seasons of Glee. We're a little more than halfway because of the aborted nature of season six. But we have oh. gotten to the... I mean, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a short I know, season. it's just... Yeah. Oh, the no. word can mean other things in other contexts. I know, I know. It's just not the word I was expecting, but go on. Anyway, so we are at the halfway point of Glee in, in some ways now. Um, we've sent some characters off. We have some everything's going to change next season for the better that's mm, but <laughs> we'll find out so we what we have is basically the climax of the season was last episode really yes so what we 100%. have here is just sort of a emotional wrap-up really yes like i'm gonna go on a limb and say not a ton happens things no, happen I, um things happen but like the last, the previous episode, Nationals, that was, was really... That was the That was big, the meat and potatoes. Yeah, that was the big meat there. This is just like, you know, we have to send off our seniors. Glee Club right. structure is going to change. We have to sort of get everything wrapped up and set up. So, so this episode is, of course, season three, episode 22. It's just called Goodbye. Makes sense. And <laughs> yep. it originally aired May 22nd of 2012. Okay. So... We start off really right where we sort of started in the beginning, which is we see Will um, walking in on the Glee Club and seeing his original Glee Club kids do Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat. Yeah, it's like the original five, and it's really cute. Like, I thought... This could have had, um, or at least, like, the first 80% of this episode could have had, like, series finale energy if they needed it to. Yeah. Um, because, like, they start with, it's just, like, Tina, um, Rachel, Artie, Mercedes, um, Kurt. Yeah. Doing Sit Down and Rock in the Boat, but, like, this time it's good because they've grown and they're seniors and it's three years later or whatever. Right. Um, and they're doing it for the rest of the Glee Club. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's cute. cute that way. Very, very theater kid. To be like, yes. let me show you where we started. Um, the show does a couple like m- flashback moments of like cutting to the the season one footage. Uh, in this episode, they do that here where we see them 
uh, in their original season one form, trying their best mm-hmm. and how much they've grown. It's cute. It's cute. It's like, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah. I feel like I that's most of this episode is yep. like, yeah, it's cute. Cute. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, Will is like, all right, well, we've got nothing else to prepare for. True. Uh, so just. He still sing, gives them assignment. Sing songs to say goodbye to each other. And uh, he kicks us off immediately before title so, card. So I did not realize what this was for a little bit. And yeah. like the first line is something about like, may the Lord follow you or something like, and right. I was just like, is he going Christian on this? Right. I also had the what same the thought. I was like, Jesus. Um, I had to look it up immediately <laughs> to be like, what is he singing? Um, what he is singing if- is Rod Stewart's Forever Young. Um, Not to be confused and, with the other Forever Young song. Right. Which um, I think is Dolly Parton, right? I think it's the one they play in oh, Napoleon Dynamite. Are you thinking think Forever Young? Yes, I am thinking of that one. Forever Young. I don't okay. think it's Dolly Parton. Right, I'm with you. No, not at all. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know who that is. But anyway, Matt Morrison sounds so fucking different here than ever before. Right? Is he doing... Okay, I don't know enough i like if you were like tell me what rod stewart sounds like i wouldn't be able to tell you but is he doing like a rod stewart impression he sounds like he's no doing an, appre- an impression while he's singing he does not he sound does. like matthew morrison at all he sounds like he is trying to sound like someone else presumably rod stewart but i i can't prove that so uh, same jury's out um like the i get the vibes because the you know you got your leaving on a jet plane vibes where he's just him and his yeah. guitar singing to his It was definitely kids. reminiscent of that. Um, but yeah, and it's fine. He just sounds weird. Yeah, and everyone is like so serious and like sure, fine, nostalgia, saying goodbye, what have you. How much um, of the like getting teary uh, shots do you think were genuine versus acting? Because there's a lot of them this episode like people like sitting in the choir room cutting to the kids listening and you've got a lot of teary-eyed people and i was like i wonder how much of this is genuine (laughs) i was kind of thinking along the same lines because i'm wondering if they knew at that point that they were going to get a season four i think they did okay because in that case it's like not that it was undercut but it kind of had sort of the appropriate energy of like we're gonna do this again, but, like, end of the year is always a little special, you know? It's always right. a little sentimental for and whatever reasons. a lot of the actors, even if they did know about season four, a lot of the people, especially the people we saw getting kind of emotional, did know that they weren't necessarily going to be there. They were going mm-hmm. to, like, because we know season four things pop off in terms of, like, we can't all be in the choir room anymore. So I could see, right. especially, like, Leah Michelle is very emotional in this episode, and I could see why she would be. For obvious reasons, because right. Leah Michelle is not going to be in Lima, Ohio, anymore. Um, and we'll talk about that for a little bit as well. Yeah. So yeah, then we get title we, card. So all that like Will gets to sing even before we get the title card in, and right. then we see the first of what is going to be a trend, which is cutting to like our seniors traveling down the hall, voiceover reflecting. But they do this weird thing where for the first part they don't have them look like they're walking; they're like gliding them down the hall yes and i was like is yes, kurt on correct. a dolly for some reason and, and then i thought i might have I imagined definitely it noticed that too. but then they do it with quinn later so i'm like okay this is like a vision someone had where yes. they're like what if we make them look ethereal like they're just gliding down the hallway 
And I'm like, <laughs> okay, but why? Right. And um, all these monologues, like, they serve a purpose. They're yeah. they're they're cute. Again, they're it's every, a, it's a wrap sweet. up of the character. It's like Kurt being yes. like, I was closeted. But, you know, I went through a lot of stuff, I came out, and I feel like I've given hope to other baby gays in Lima, Ohio, and I'm really proud of the work I've done here. I mean, the biggest thing I got out of this was the reminder that he used to pretend to be in lust with Rachel. Yes, only for one, one episode, but yes, he did. Right. Um, anyway, Bird is here, but the Niata letter is not, which no. is fucking bananas to me, because You don't get you your college acceptance letters after you graduate. Right, you no. don't get your college. You don't decide where you're going to college necessarily. Right. In May, no. like accepted students' day is like March 31st or something. Like there, I, I forget what, but like yeah. it's earlier than May. Even if it is May, it's like early May. It's like the beginning of right. May. You, I think you might have until the beginning of May to decide. But the idea yeah, that like, you would not know where you were committing to. By, like, when you walk across that stage, absolutely not. 100% no. Also, this is where we find out Gloria Estefan is a guest star here. That's cool. Oh, yeah, on the credits. I was like, she's not in yeah. this scene. Um. No, um, but in the credits. Um, and then we cut to, like, Bert essentially, like, calling back to season one yep. where we first meet him. And he does the single ladies yeah. dance with Tina and Brittany. He does, like, which, he, like, he gives this whole speech about, like, you know, Kurt, um... I feel like I, when growing up, I feel like I lost you for a bit when I, your mom died and you started, like, um, I don't know what examples he uses, but he, like, he admits right. his own self that he was like, I was totally lost because I had a gay kid and I didn't know what to do about it. Um, right. But he says, but you know, we had our moment when we turned around and we started, like, working together again, and his gift to Kurt is to do the single ladies dance. It's perfect. I loved yeah. this so much. Like, it's, best best scene, it's iconic, wonderful, way to it, go, it Mike is. O'Malley, like, Bert, best oh dad. Oh my god. So much dad energy. Bert still being able way. to admit his shortcomings as a parent, but, like, show that he's been working on them. And and that's why Bert's in Congress. Yep. Uh, and he, they all look great, and it's really fun to see um, him doing it with Tina and Brittany. Yeah. And... Kurt, and then we cut to real quick, Kurt and Blaine just talk about long distance, and Kurt's like, right. well, yeah, of course we're going to yeah. do it. Like, And that's just it. Like, they settled, Honestly, fine, that's all we needed. Done. Like, yeah. you know, Clayne stands needed to be assured that that was, like, going into next season, we're not worrying about that immediately. We're not also breaking that couple believable. up. Yeah. yeah, like, there's always a high school couple that, like, is going to make it work. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, and, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kurt's goodbye. His song is mostly dedicated song. to the dudes, but so, it's a Madonna song. It's a Madonna song, but he says like this is dedicated to the guys of the Glee Club who basically were like who never bullied me. I'm like bullshit. Um, they were. He was like you we always. Op we opened this series on Finn putting Kurt. And in even a like once they were all in Glee Club together, they still there was still early episodes where they were ragging on Kurt for being like right too much basically and too feminine. Yeah. So I was like, okay, rose-colored glasses there a little bit, bud, but fine. If you want to go okay, off yeah. saying that, you know, they always treated you as an equal and never, like, treated you as other because you were queer and they weren't. No. But, all right. And then okay. he sings a Madonna song that I've already forgotten the name of. I mean, I don't remember anything about it. Oh, except it's called it I'll Remember. Ironic. <laughs> 
And they cut to Artie and Quinn at one point, and there was a cute little moment between them, and I was just thought, I don't know why my nose, could you imagine if Quinn sang this? I think maybe it had to do with something about, like, being knocked down and getting up again or yeah. something, or, like, still standing or something, but... Right. Um, I guess there was something about legs in it. I don't know. Um... <laughs> This is the song about legs. Yeah, he does, like, a <laughs> Neither Here Nor There Madonna song, is my review of this. Yeah. Um, turn, yeah. Pace and Yada still have not sent out their, ex- well, they're sending out their acceptance letters this week. I, I can tell you for a fact that that's not true. Yep. Um, and so they, Kurt, Finn, and Rachel all want to be together when, when they, they get their, their letters, letters, open it together. Cool. Congrats to Mercedes, though. She is going to be going to L.A. Yeah. Um, to sing back up on a recording. Um, she doesn't have the recording contract, but she is contracted to sing on a, re- on a record for someone else. That's awesome. That's how you start yes, out. Yes, a backup, a backup singer on an indie uh, yeah. label is what she says. And, like, yeah, and it's because Sam posted that video of her. He's very proud. The framing of this is, like, Santana finding out. Yes. And, she, and then she's like, oh, man, I could be so mean, but I'm actually just really happy for you, Mercedes. Like, that's great. You mm-hmm. deserve it. Um, and then she's like, oh, and also, did you hear about Mike? And we smash cut to Mike Chang being like, I was all set to go to Alvin Ailey, but then... The Joffrey the offered Joffrey? me a scholarship, which is just, it's another, like, reputable dance school company. Is, is one, is one better than the other? I don't think so. I wouldn't say so. I, I... I was like... Why, why is, is Joffrey have a better reputation than Alvin Ailey? I've heard more about Alvin Ailey, but that just might be, right. like, the crowd I, ra- I run with. Yeah, I don't know. I would say, like, you can't go wrong either way. Like, you're going to... Which one would you choose? I mean, like, I have a bit of a loyalty to Alvin Ailey because I've always taken my dance classes there. Um, and, like, yeah, some of my mentors um, growing up, like, were Ailey alums, so, like, that was already... This, that seed would have been planted, but yeah. Um, yeah. So Santana's like, man, good for you too. And she's like, man, ah, I feel like I'm just meant for bigger things besides being a cheerleader in Kentucky. Right. And so she runs into, oh, no, well, we, we cut to having dinner with her mom, um, who yes. is, as we said, Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Um, and Santana decides she wants to go to New York, not Kentucky. Um, because, as she says in her little but, monologue just before this, she knows she's a star. Um, she's bigger than Kentucky. Right. Um, okay. And Brittany is not graduating, uh, even though she got into Purdue, yes. the poultry farm. Plucking is a steady profession. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> Great. But she, and the way she puts it is she gets a chance to do her senior year over again, but right. Right. By actually going to classes because she has a 0.0 GPA. Like, very unsurprising with that fact that uh, Brittany's not going to college. Um, Santana's mom is both very supportive and, like, uh, clearly in her daughter's, like, sexuality. She's very much like, oh, no, like... Also, they call back that Santana uh, dressed up as Uncle Jesse for Halloween. Right. Um, which is, of course, hilarious because of the John Stamos uh-huh. of it all. So, so um, Full House exists, <laughs> and it has a character who looks just a whole lot... Like, the local dentist. <laughs> that Santana fully you, hit on. Right, which makes sense now that we know, because she's, uh, she's pro-John Ex- Stamos. Yep. Um, but her mom is like, please go to college. Right. Like, uh, please do the thing that I did like, 
Exactly. Yeah. A, a common thing with like parents, if your parents didn't go, oftentimes they'll be, they'll really try to push their kids to like just take this opportunity. It would be right. important. But then once Brittany drops the like, oh, well, I'm not graduating, Santana's like, well, maybe I'll just stay in right. Lima to be with, like, until Brittany gets her, like, shit together. And mom's like, please don't. And, every, and then, yeah. Back to the choir yes. room, um, I think. We cut to Finn um, dedicating this song to the underclassmen. Um, yes. Is it called Music the in ceremonial, You? ceremonial, uh, it's called You Get What okay. You Give. Uh, it's the ceremonial passing off of the Glee Club from the seniors to the underclassmen. Um, I liked this. Although, Finn starts it off with so much energy. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like, totally. If you'd been sitting in the room, I feel like I would have been blown back by the amount of energy that boy just throws oh, at this absolutely. song. It was a little cheese at first, but then like when they actually get into the song and they get rolling, it was so cute. Yeah. It was really well done. It starts with all the seniors standing up and dancing. They bring up all the underclassmen. Yep. They like circle around them, and yeah. then by the end of it, the seniors are sitting. The underclassmen are, are standing. Sitting. It was that was cool. It, it it got me. I was like, "Fuck yeah, you did yeah. it, Glee! Damn you guys! Look at that cool staging." And like, there's a lot of really great moments between couples and between yeah. friends. Like, I noted a great Artie and Quinn moment here. Like, yeah. like they like Quinn comes up, and you can kind of see that the like. Their three-day bond over both being in wheelchairs clearly stuck with both of them. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, and it's it's really good. And the, like, yeah, the, the, the moment where you can see that the underclassmen have been swapped with the seniors and now they're in charge, it was good. And I like the song. I like you, yeah. get, uh, you get What You Give. It's a classic. Like I said, Finn was coming in a little <laughs> hot. Little hot for from Finn Hudson there. But everyone was generally pretty yeah, good. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I think that was a, a highlight of a musical number. I for agree. Me of of this one. Um, also, weird thing about this scene and the previous choir room scene. For some reason, Brittany is wearing like a weird black cardigan over her Cheerios yeah. uniform, and I don't know why. It looks weird. It looks like maybe like. She got something on her arm, and they were like, no time to right. cover it up. Just put this weird black sweater she on She got her. bruised, and they were like, it's we don't so have time strange. to deal with this or justify it. I have I have no... I can't understand why it's there, and it's there for, like, two scenes. And she's not wearing it at dinner with Santana's mom and Santana. She's only wearing it in these two choir room weird. scenes. So you're just, like, strange. Yep. Um, Why'd you put that on? But... I guess if anyone knows why Heather Morris had to wear a weird out-of-character black cardigan in two of the choir room scenes in the season three finale, please yes, tell us, because I'm dying write in. to know. Um, so, cut to Finn and Rachel fighting over chairs for their wedding. Um, does this happen, Karina? <laughs> Javari chairs are a scam. Uh, I... Like, you want to talk about, like, wedding scam items? Javari chairs, which are, like, those gold like leafed uh-huh. chairs are just like a, always in a huge upcharge and now very like they're just like yeah it's and they're not even that much more comfortable than your typical banquet hall mm. chair okay making your chairs look nice is a scam and of course Rachel would be like no we need these chairs because it feels like they're rich people chairs it's either that or buying like 
taking regular banquet hall chairs and like covering them in special chair pillowcases with a big fancy ribbon around mm-hmm. them also a scam it's just chairs in fact the white folding chairs that were their other options looked perfectly yeah. nice yeah and are just as comfortable um so i could see finn being like because it's true those other chairs it's like a difference of like maybe 20 to 40 dollars per chair yeah so that adds up it adds up especially when like you have as many people as they're expecting at their wedding i'm sure right which is a nebulous amount because they were like it's just a courthouse wedding i'm like what is it yeah. why do you need to rent chivari right. chairs um but um i and there's like a little bit of drama about finn being like are you sure you want to marry me yeah there's like some second guessing on someone's part and Rachel's like no no there's if there's one thing I'm sure of it's, right. it's you and you're like okay sure. whatever fine um then Finn gets his model you're 18 you shouldn't be dealing with it. we shouldn't be dealing with all this this is, this dumb, is so dumb this is why 18 year olds shouldn't plan weddings agreed so then we cut to Finn's monologue he's reflecting on it high school is yes. pretty dang good it's the future that he's afraid of and then enter James Lipton in uh, a cutaway James Lipton, that's yes. what it was. I couldn't remember his name, and I didn't feel like looking it up. Mr. Inside um, the Actor's Studio himself, may he rest in peace. And Finn believes that he nailed his audition. We don't really see any of it. James Lipton does make this sentence being like, "Did you, you know, if we let you in, it will be an extraordinary case. And I'm like, him? <laughs> like, Frankentine? did you let this... Is it just because he, he did sports also? Like, what is it about him that will make him, like, such an extraordinary... The outstanding, like, yeah. Not like, like, it'll be like a weird, um... Like, he implied that it would be against the norm if they were to let Finn into their program, so... Right. Uh, we don't get to see his audition, which I'm honestly grateful for, because I did not want to. Um, yeah, agreed. Because he wants to be an actor, and not once have we seen him do any acting. Not an act. He's done a he zero was acting. Not in West Side Story. How did he even get it? Like, I feel like if you were to apply for an actor studio college with no re- like acting resume, even a little bit, like, I guess maybe that's what James Lipton was talking about being right. like, real weird for us to admit you because of the zero amount of acting you've done. Right. But we cut to Shu's office and like. He gives yeah. Finn his yearbook back, doesn't give, put a whole lot in... Like, not that he doesn't put a whole lot into it, but he doesn't give a whole lot in his A very statement. generic, like, yeah. yearbook signing. Never change. Like, Have a good summer, yeah. whatever. Hags. Um, yeah. And it's... And I like that he was like, what the hell, dude? I'm going to be the best man at your wedding. Right. And he was like, I figured I would get at least, like, a son you never had. Or, or like, like, a little a, brother. Or like, yeah. a little brother. And Will's like, I, I don't... I don't want to do that. And then, overcome with guilt, I guess, Will uses this moment to uh, come clean yeah. about the blackmail from the season one, where he's like, I heard you in the shower. <laughs> um, and so I planted the drugs in your locker to get you to join Glee Club. And my favorite part of this is we get a direct, like, set-up shot callback to, like, that first shot in the first episode where Finn is, or Will is like, Finn, I'm blackmailing you, and we rack focus to a sign behind his desk that says, priority number one, help the kids. Right. They do the exact same shot here, where Finn, where Will is like, Finn, I blackmailed you, and then right back to the focus on that same poster that I says, priority that. number yeah. one, help the kids. 
That was funny. I, I'm like, Glee, good for you. Good for remembering what you were doing. I'm here for this. Plus, uh, plus, I'll give it plus two points for continuity. Yes. Because that is a callback of a throwback. Um, um, and then, in response, Finn goes, Man, you're so much cooler than I ever thought. Hey, Finn, wrong take. <laughs> that is not the right take to have from that. You find out your teacher blackmailed you and almost, like, threatened, like, with drug charges. And as you're like, if, cool. As if the whole be my best man at my wedding wasn't enough of a bright red flag. Yeah. Cut to Carol. Our, our angel is back. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're doing a whole bunch of Finn stuff in a row because yes. uh, it is... Carol, lovely to see her, and Finn, and Finn is talking about how he's sad he wasn't able to change his dad's discharge status from the army. He was trying to get it changed into an honorable discharge. No go. No go, and there's a lot that, like, apparently isn't making, well, not a lot, like, the one, there's a missing piece here because Finn has apparently done some research, his dad apparently saved some people from a burning building or something, Um, so it doesn't make sense to him. Um, and to him, like, going to college to be an actor just doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like he's doing enough Right, his dad. Like, like, my dad pulled people out of a burning building or a burning bus or something, and I'm going to and go I'm gonna be go, an actor. Yeah. Um, but... Which would be, like, an interesting point. I wish they had... Kind of wish that had been something... Like, we got a weird amount of Finn this season. Finn and his right. journey. Like, we get... We kept getting little sprinkles of it, but not enough that, like... I feel like they could have done a lot with Finn and his journey. Yeah, they kind of, um, like, let go of that idea sort of, like, maybe four or five were, episodes like, ago, and then so to get loosely, back to it... Like, yeah, they loosely threaded it. They had that really great scene about him finding out about his dad being not the army hero, and then they sort of, like, kept a toe in the door, but they did not fully go into that. They were like, no, let's talk about Rachel... And her Niata audition for several episodes instead, so... Barf. Um, yeah. And then we get the underclassmen who dedicate a song specifically to Finn. Um, They're like, Finn, it was so great of you to join this club when you were popular and not be totally dicks to us. I'm like, low fucking bar, guys. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like hey, low th- bar. Thank, thank you for your white knight complex or whatever. Yeah. Thanks uh, for deeming to hang out with us while you were still popular. Yeah, and for Glee going Club through because a number you were being blackmailed. And for going through a number of episode one episode arcs where you didn't want to do this anymore because it wasn't cool. Yeah, for all, thank you for almost quitting Glee Club for football at least four times. Oh my god. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Troy Bolton. Um, yeah, and so. They, they sing uh, In My Life yes. to the seniors, specifically Finn, but really to all of them, yeah. um, which was nice. It was a sweet song. Um, hilarious that Sugar can just, like, sing again. She's just singing along now. Yep. Um, Rory gets to be there. Yeah, g- good for the kid. Um, I, I, you know, I like this song. Yeah. It's a good song that I enjoy. Tina um, cries. Tina cries, but, like, it feels earned for Tina to cry at this point. Yes. Um, I also like that Will sings it with them, because you kind of remember, like, oh, yeah, Will is, uh... He's still there. Will's stuck here forever, basically. Like, Will's not moving on. Like, 
And even after these kids go, it's still going to be Will saying goodbye to these kids over and over again. And then it's not like he didn't have the opportunity to go. He was going to be yeah. on Broadway and then was like, nah, I'm going to continue teaching high school. Yes. Um, we end that on a sad puck. Um, yes. A lot of crying in this one. This is the one where, like, the when all the seniors are being sung at, that there's a lot of shots of teary-eyed actors that I'm like, like, Quinn is there, is teary-eyed... Leah Michelle's teary-eyed, and you're like, oh, I'm curious as to how many of these are. Maybe Chris Colfer was also, I'm like, I could see these being genuine. Right. Because it's all the people reacting, that knowing that they're not going to be necessarily at the Glee Club set next year. Right. And even if they're on the Their same show, they different. might not be working together as it were. Right. So. Um, lots of crying. Lots of crying. Uh, we get Quinn's monologue. She's ended back She's... on top, ended right where she yep. started. She can't be sad because all, all of her friends are so great. Um, good for Quinn. Um, and she wants to give back a little, ostensibly to yeah. Puck, because as we know, he still has to pass this geography he has to exam. Pass his test. Yeah. Um, and before we go any further on that note, we get Quinn and Rachel. They have another little friend moment. Right, like, can you believe we're friends? After right. all we've been through, we Which, ended up like, friends. I mean, I appreciate that in the way that, like, all of the growth that we have talked about up to this point that felt like was just kind of washed away every season, or every episode. Yes. There's at least a bit of continuity and some, like, I guess payoff in this, because yeah. they keep on coming back to that, and even though it is repetitive, like, at least it is consistent. Yes. Um, they don't add anything to it, but they're not forgetting that it exists. Right. And, I mean, I think what they add is, like, Quinn gets a, a pass for the Amtrak so she can go between New yeah. Haven and New York and she can be with her friends yeah. and visit and what And gives you. one to Rachel yeah. to go vice versa. That's nice. Um, what makes me laugh about this is spoilers, for, much like I was like they're like all the payoff they had for Tina will be the female lead next year being like Quinn being like I can't wait to come visit you all the time in New York Let's just say Diana Agron's not exactly a series regular anymore. Uh, <laughs> After the end of this. I mean, look. Honestly, good After for, what they did to her this season? Good for you, Diana. Would you? No. Yeah. No. Um, but they set up this whole thing like, I can't wait to, so we can visit each other all the time. I can imagine her and, having been on the phone with her agent being like, look, I know I probably can't get out of this completely, but what can we do but, here? Let's be realistic here. I would so much rather do these little fun indie films yep. than have to deal with this for another fucking second. Um, and, and she's honestly, based on the Quinn storylines, she's fucking right. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Um, so, and this beat ends about, like, Quinn's not still not a fan of the teen marriage, but she's happy that she and Finn are together. And yes. there's something right about that. And Rachel says that she feels the same way about her and Puck. And how Puck was always mm -hmm. his best when the two of them were together. We're Quinn together, Puck, yeah. Quack, yeah. if you will. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Gross. I know. Um, so then we cut to Quinn helping Puck out of the goodness of her heart, yeah. essentially. But also, like, because she does love him. Yeah, they'll always be connected. They always will have, like, this experience that no one else can have with each other. They'll always, like, care about each other. Yeah. And, uh, it's so much pep talking. It's just, it's like, 
it's four pep talks in one somehow. It is, and and with that, it's also like, yeah, like we we totally went through this whole thing together where I wanted to steal my baby back. And they yeah, just, let's not forget that they just do not mention that at all. It's just no. yeah, like we we grown closer because I tried to recruit you to help right? steal my baby back from the woman who you were hooking up with. Right, from a the good teacher you, you had sex with. Yeah, we don't need any... We don't really touch on that. It's just, like, all the things we've been through together. And then... Ain't high school she, neat. She gives him a magical, awe-inspiring kiss. Yeah. A geography-inspiring kiss, as it were, I guess. <laughs> yes, the, the kiss unlocked his knowledge or whatever. Um, yes. And so now he's a grade-A badass again, and he goes to retake his test. That's his... Um, that's his monologue. Yeah, the life-changing, test-taking kiss. We should all be so lucky. Great. Right? Cut, um, we cut to Sue and Roz. Yes. They trade their usual barbs. Yeah. Uh, but the sort of foreshadowing set up here is they're like, well, you know what? We might have our differences, but we both agree that Figgins is an idiot, and we should do something about that. Yep. So, foreshadowing set up... Sue and Roz against the world. Cool. Coming to a TV near you. Okay. I mean, I'm, um, I'm interested to see that. Um, yeah. And One in leaks, which I, we like. I do like that she was also like, you're going to have to wait to find out who the celebrity father is this September when it comes out in Us, like, in Us Weekly or something. And, yeah, and, or like the exclusive birth photos and people. Yes, that was so. it. Um, and... Good, I mean, good for Sue, both Cheerios and the Glee Club won national yeah, champions she got that year. two national two champions. Two for two. So good for her. Yeah. Um, then Quinn goes to return her uniform. Um, yeah, we get, like, a very heart, like, not unwelcome, but kind of surprising, like, heart to heart between the two. Yeah. Considering they haven't really done much together since the first season. I had the same thought because. Since season one, we don't get a lot, a whole lot of the Quinn Sue thing. We get it a little bit in season three, but right, not enough. Because well, like she was out of the Cheerios during the pregnancy and out for most of season two, I would yeah. think as well, right? And this, yeah, and this feels maybe it was more like Diana Agron and Jane Lynch, Jane Lynch really got right? along on set, and this was more for Diana and Jane like, to have their moment, yeah rather than Quinn and Sue, you know? Care. Like, there's some, like, not bad points. Like, obviously, we're supposed to... I guess we can infer that the relationship that Quinn and Sue had as cheerleader, head cheerleader and coach before we got on the scene was much more intense. Right. Um, And so it is sort of, like, closure for both of them being, like, Quinn's, like, my relationship to you as a coach, as my coach, got all fucked up through everything, and this is closure for both of us. Yeah. Because then, like, yeah, Jane Lynch almost looks like Jane Lynch. She breaks the Sue character, really, yeah. the most she ever has. And it's just really like, sweet. Like, they both tear up. There's this really sweet hug yeah. between them. Like, I love that. Like, yeah. It felt, it felt out of place, but not bad. I was like, this is sweet right. and nice. I don't understand what it's doing here, and I feel like it's vaguely out of character, but it was nice to yeah, watch. exactly. Um... Everyone's waiting on Puck to get his test back. Um, yes. Mazel tov, he gradu or he's going to graduate. He Rachel, got a C minus. Like, fully tries to grab it out of the teacher's hand when she opens the door. 
Which I guess is also in character for Rachel to just be like, let me hold on. Right. Yeah, he gets a C minus. That's a Puckerman A. Great. He's going to graduate. And speaking of, right right now it's happening. Yeah. You congrat- yeah. Get your robe on, Puck. We're going right to the right auditorium. To the April Rhodes Auditorium. Right. Here's my first beef. Okay. That graduating class is like maybe 40 kids. I had the same thought. There's no way. No. There's no way. For a public high school, school in like a, a, a what you have to imagine is I a pretty up, densely public uh I looked up what there is a high school in Lima. Um and the last st- stats I found on like Wikipedia for it, like it's called like Lima Senior High School, uh is each class would have it has roughly if each class is equal, has roughly 375 students in it. So no. Not enough. Glee? No. Like, my high school couldn't have their graduation in our auditorium because it simply will not fit everyone. We have to go Same. to um, the local colleges, like, uh, it's actually their hockey rink, but it's, like, <laughs> one of those hockey rinks that gets, like, converted into, like, basketball, you know. It's yeah. a, it's a venue. At UMass? Because that's, yeah. So yeah. that's, you have to fit all the people in, or you do it outside in your field. You're not doing it in your auditorium unless you're one of those schools that is, like, in the middle of nowhere that services four small towns, and right. each town has, like, ten kids in it. Right. So you have 40 kids total. Plus, like, times, like, two parents per each. Like Right, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's a comically small graduating class, especially considering how many kids we have, like, seen just around yeah i'm like y'all didn't do your math very well no. but whatever they, kn- they like, knew they only had so much time to make this happen it's very it's giving high school musical three. Oh my like, god the red the red graduation robes this the somehow why you're singing while everyone's walking across the stage and they're singing bruce springsteen uh, here right that's a bruce song yeah glory days yeah um which um, like Puck and Finn, like, this is in their wheelhouse. Like, they sound great doing yeah. it. They have they great energy again. Yeah. Um, um, when you graduated high school, Ian, were you allowed to dramatically enter from the back of an auditorium one by one and give, be given a full moment to, like, absolutely strut down not. the stairs and across no. the stage? No. But also, like, in my high school, especially for my graduating class, we're all like, how fast can we get this over with? Right? They're all, like, everyone and... <laughs> I mean, so it makes sense why, but it did make me laugh that, because they are not announcing them in any sort of alphabetical order. No. It, um, which is factually inaccurate. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, isn't it funny how they uh, announced the graduating Glee Club members from least to most important Glee Club member? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's very much like Mike Chang, and then you go to, like, Quinn Fabre. Mercedes, Quinn. Oh, look, then it's, like, Santana, and then, or, like, Puck, then Santana, then, uh, Finn. Oh, Rachel Berry's last, even though her last name is Barry with a B. Yeah. Like. She should be first in this chain. Wow, weird, weird that your, uh, graduation <laughs> list was in opposite order of the top billing for this TV show that you're on. Funny how that happens. Um, there, but, like, it was a, it was a fun moment, like, Yes, it was. I love, I, I love I did, a good graduation ceremony. I didn't expect it to get to me. Like it got me. Like in the in the yeah. emotions. Like yeah, 
even down to like Emma just being there to hand diplomas out and be like an emotional support counselor. I was, and I was so glad that it because it was Emma and Figgins, and that makes sense. I was like, for a second, I was like, I saw Emma up there. I was like, is fucking Will handing out the diplomas? He wasn't. He was in the audience. I was like, thank you. That is correct. Um, at one point, one point, at one point, Bert and Mike Chain Senior high five. I did not like, see that. That's hilarious. Like, I after like. The, Why? The kids are all done. Because they're just like, we're both glee dads. We're both glee dads we're who had glads. conflicts with our son about their involvement in glee. And look how far we've come as glee dads. High five. <laughs> we are two dads in glee. And who like two dads who don't understand glee but are accepting of it. Five feet apart because we're glee dads. They're, they probably have a support group where they meet once every couple of weeks to be like, so, do you understand this fucking musical theater thing yet, or... Yeah, my son came home and was talking about, uh, West Side Story. Do you know where that is? He won't stop spinning. What do I do? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, there was also, like, a really cute hug between Mercedes and Quinn, and I love that because they yes. had some really sweet moments throughout the series that we I don't think we got enough of. They did a good job this episode of kind of letting the characters subtly like show how much they've sort of grown and like how much history has been built even though we're not yes. seeing it all the time and a lot of the time it felt like it went by the wayside they made an effort in this episode to be like we didn't forget that Quinn and uh, Mercedes had a stronger relationship like we didn't forget about Artie and Quinn like bonding um, yeah you know we they like they've tried to be like we remembered that things happened in our show. Right. And we can profit off of that. And so we cut to Rachel and Finn and Kurt opening their letters together. Um, yeah. And Finn is the first one. He doesn't get in. Makes Sorry, sense. bud. Let's all be honest here. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, that's fair. That was well, a, sort of a weird last minute decision on his part. And also the thing and is, like, they all have the thin envelopes, like, the standard size, like, thin envelope, which, like, universally, yeah. that's your sorry to inform you. That's your you. sign of, reg yeah, of regrets. Yeah. <laughs> um, rejects. Um, and Kurt opens his, he also didn't get in, which is, like, mm -hmm. here's the, th uh, but, and Rachel got in, Mazel tov. But the yeah. thing is, I don't buy that Kurt did not get in, but Rachel did, because. No, after it's the most bullshitty bullshit. And also, yeah. like, maybe this is jumping ahead, but, like, he ends up there, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, there's there's a plot about it. It's okay. not, like, an immediate okay. thing. We'll get there. Right. But, yeah, the, like, fine. If you needed to give Rachel, like, her perseverance and her performance in Nationals was enough to get Whoopi Goldberg to change her mind, like, I call bullshit on that, too. Um, yeah. But fine. I understand she's our main character. We're never going to give her any consequences to her actions. Like, we'll make her choke her audition, but we're still going to get her, like, she still gets into Niata. Fine. Fine. But to, it's bullshit that Kurt gets Did rejected. Not. Right. Like. Don't buy it, it for like, a second. It's, it's bullshit that Kurt's get rejected, and it's the biggest bullshit that he gets rejected and Rachel gets in. Like, yes. I don't know why they chose to do it that way, because you're right. They do eventually just... He's in there. He'll get in. Right. Spoiler Why? alert. Sorry if you're watching along with us. And of course right. I know this because, like, I I have yeah. eyes and ears and I see what goes on around I, me. And you can understand, like, 
context, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, I hate that, and I, like, and I don't know why they needed to do that, why they were like, this is the way, I guess maybe to, like, to further Rachel's plot more, because then her move is like, okay, I'm going to defer my enrollment for a year, stay behind with Kurt and Finn, work on getting them into these schools, and we'll all go to New York together, like. Yeah, that's her whole so, monologue. Did they reject Kurt from this school just to, for the service of Rachel's character to have this final moment in this episode, basically? If so, that's bullshit to Kurt, and he deserves better. Justice for Kurt. Yeah, and then we cut to Santana and her mom at her locker. Um, Yeah. uh, She gets this graduation present. It's a lot of money, which apparently um, Mama Lopez saved up for her. Yeah. Santana's whole She basically life. hands off a whole college fund, which is a very kind thing to do about, like, believing in your daughter. I think yeah. it's a little bit impractical, but, you know, that's just me. I mean, yeah, and, not. I mean, like, I agree with you. And, like, yeah. it's one thing that, like, she says, take this money, I trust my daughter, you're an adult now, right. you can do what you want. Sure, but also only 18. Still right. very capable like, of being very stupid. That's a lot of money to hand off to an 18-year-old, basically. Yeah. Um, but it is nice. It's a show of trust. It's a show of believing in your daughter, especially when, like, Santana had a whole, has a whole other family member who they mentioned earlier that, like, right. doesn't Abuela still believe is estranged. in her anymore. Yeah. Um, so. I do wish that we had gotten more, this is, like, jumping back, but, like, yeah. I do wish we had gotten more of Santana's mom in this season to see. Right. To, just like to see the relationship like before her coming out and after her coming out and as supportive as mom is throughout all of this like it would have been nice to see that especially because yes. like we talked about in the past like Kurt had a whole fucking arc around it with I know. Bert um, well Gloria Estefan's harder to get apparently though Gloria fair, Estefan fair. when the when the coming out episode for Santana like aired Gloria Estefan tweeted like oh man doesn't it seem like Santana needs, like, a loving, supportive mother? Like, so I think she did tweet herself into this role. I support... Oh my god, that's fucking awesome. Yes. So, good for, uh... Good for everyone Yeah, she was reported to be in talks to play Santana's mother as early as, uh, the morning after the I Kissed a Girl episode. Nice. Yeah. Love that. She tweeted, did anyone see Glee last night? Santana could really use a sympathetic mommy right now, don't you think? LOL! So, okay, Gloria Estefan. Yeah, go off, queen. Um, um, yeah, and so this is also where Santana, like, where, where her mom basically gives the blessing, go off to New York, pursue be, your dream, which is just go to be, be a famous. Star. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I trust you. Like, I'd love for you to go to college, but it's up to you. Um, you know what? Santana deserved a song in this episode. Yes. I she did not get one. I would have loved like a Santana Quinn duet, right? Because they're really the two who did not like the two seniors besides Mike who like. Sorry, Harry Shum Jr., but it's not general. You got to sing in the group numbers. You did your part. Um, But a nice little Santana Quinn duet would have been so great. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's what this show has been missing. Um. Yes. We cut to. Finchel on the way to their wedding, wink, wink. Yes. But no, he drives Finn her to the train station to, instead. Yeah. He, he comes to pick her up and is like, first of all, I don't buy that. I don't believe 
that Rachel would have trusted Finn to transport her wedding dress for her. Because... Right, I think she would have absolutely been, like, a superstitious bride. Like, you can't see it, you can't see me before the right. wedding. Like, Or even just, like, well, I, I will get changed at the wedding venue, but I, I have this. This is... I'll take care of this piece of the right. puzzle. But, because I really need this one to go well, but fine. Or even, like, if Kurt is there to pick her up and drive her, and yes. he's the one that, like tricks her into it and drops her off but finn is there also to have this whole scene yeah. with her um which is this whole like because you're going to go to new york you're not going to defer this scene good job oh. cory monteith and leah michelle good yeah. job with the acting great acting in this scene you it is you buy it this is what like you want the you've always wanted the show to be like a teen yep. like serial comedy yeah. where th- this like truly pivotal moment happens and, like, I don't know, I guess this was earned because of everything that yeah. has happened, but, like, this is, like, this was the show to me. Yeah. Um, it is, um, yeah, what it is is it's Finn basically being, like, I am not going to hold you back. I, like, I, I you are going to New York. You are going to me out of this fall. I am, it is my ultimate show of love, basically, to not weigh you down. To set you free, not, yeah. Yeah, to set you free. You're going to be a star. I know you're going to be a star, and you can't and like, do that right. with me. I love the point that he makes where he says, like, I like I are you 100% sure you want to marry me? And she says yeah. no one's 100% sure about anything, but he says, I'm 100% sure that you're going to be a star. Yes. Um, so, yeah. And, the th- and, like, this felt... Like, this felt correct. Like... Yeah! This felt like... I don't know. Like, I'm trying to find the words, but... Nothing about this felt off, I guess. Yeah, like, no. It felt like everyone was making choices that made sense. Like, it made sense yeah. that Rachel... Rachel was really ready to marry Finn, but there was still, like, a bit of doubt there for her, especially in terms of waiting to pursue her dreams. Finn really can see, like if I don't send her off to New York, like, it could never happen. Like, they could right. both get stuck there. Um, Finn's decision, even Finn's decision to, uh, as he announces, join the army. Yeah. It's a little quick, but it's, it's not quick. like it's never been brought up before. I don't... And even him saying, like, look, I'm. it's the place you can't follow me. Like, he has yeah. two motivations. One is to, like following his dad's footsteps really trying to honor him but then also it's just like yeah but also just to be like i'm doing this so you don't like you can't do anything about that i'm i'm going to army you're you gotta go you gotta go beat me out of lady yeah and um of course we have your standard like let's surrender to this like we're gonna sit here and we're gonna let this go and we'll let the universe do its thing yeah Um, if it's meant to be then we will find each other again Yep. Man, like, this was great. Like It was well it. done. Yeah. Yeah. When they get it right, they get it right. It's very rare, but they can do it sometimes. Yep. It's a good way to not, like, totally explode your main couple. Yes. Like, it's not like, but change, like, the whole trajectory of what next season's going to be. Right. Like, they didn't make fin- no one cheated on each other, they didn't decide to just break up, like... It's, they, it's like, not a Ross and Rachel kind of thing. It's much more ambiguous, and it's much more about, like, we need to be, like, you need to do more than be staying here to marry me. Right. Like, and that felt like yeah. the, the appropriate kind of growth. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, so then, after all that, Rachel gets to sing a song to make her travel to New York City. Yes. Um, was this original? It's called Roots Before Branches. I don't believe it's original. Because I have never heard it before. Let's find out. It could be. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Roots Before Branches. Maybe it is. Oh, no. Wait. Um. Hard to say. No. It is originally by a band called Room for Two. Okay. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> it is by Room for Two. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh... It's most known for being by Rachel Berry at this point, it seems like, but technically not right. an original song. And, um, like, and, of course, like, she does it well. Like, Sad Rachel Ballad is Sad Rachel Ballad. Yep. Um, it's a traveling song. It's well um, directed. Like, it is, it's well yeah. done. Like, from her getting on the train to, like, Finn doing, like, the classic, like, running along running the train alongside. until he can't anymore. Um, um, that was Also, sweet. of course... The whole Glee Club and also Will and Emma are there to send Rachel off. And that also got me, like, you know. Yeah. He, like, they're all there. They all support her. Um, I do like that they have to point out, they're like, okay, well, you are going to New York just to look at dorms with your dad. Like, right. isn't, college hasn't started yet, just right. so you know. That also brings up the point, though, which is Rachel's wearing, like, a coat and a hat. And I'm like, what yes! season is it? I forgot about that. I didn't even put those two together. But, like, May in New York is not cold. I know. We get to, like, we get to New York, and I'm like, this is... This... No one knows what temperature it's supposed to be. <laughs> if it's supposed to be May, it's, like... It's not pillbox hat and no. matching coat weather. Um. Also, what I love God. about this is, like, she gets to New York, and, it like, it is absolutely a 2012 timestamp of Broadway. Yep. Like, yeah. there's a play called The Best Man on one of the marquees that, like, I don't really remember that because, like, I was in college at the time. But, yeah. like, that's clearly something that was, like, four to six months at a small theater at yep. that time and no other time. Yep. Um, I know. I was like, well, there, there it is. Also, like, God, if I, like, was walking around, and I probably wouldn't notice because that's really what you're supposed to do, but you just see, like... A young girl with her pink rolling suitcase and her matching pillbox hat and coat, and you're just like, get out of here. You're like, <laughs> you're like, this motherfucker just got off a train from Ohio Literally, and she wants to make yep. it as a star, and nobody here has time for her. Is that who is it? That's like the I'm gonna make it after all. Like Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, you're right. She's, it is she's so fully Mary Tyler, Mary Tyler Moore. Mooring, and you're like, ugh, stop. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh you look God. like you just sung a sad ballad on the train yep. to travel you from Ohio to New York. And that's why I... That right there is why I was expecting her to throw her hat up in the air at some yes! point. I was like, is she just gonna go for it? Like, I fully don't know hat why, in the air? but that's why. Well, why? Like, she wasn't wearing the hat until she got off the train in New York. I'm like, that's a hat for throwing. That's a throwing hat. And she doesn't <laughs> yes! do it. Oh, um, God. The only other point I have about the end of this <laughs> season is I need you to look at this. Okay. Because I've just sent you a link. And what it is is the coat that Artie is wearing to send Rachel off. <laughs> For some oh reason, God. Artie is like, oh, Rachel, we're sending Rachel off on a train. I think I'll put on my bomber jacket 
patterned with horse heads. <laughs> it is just horses everywhere. Fuck he sweater really watch. lets loose in the summer. He's like, sweaters? No. Horse, horse bomber jacket. Horse boy summer. Artie is having horse boy summer. I'm so happy for him. And, like, yeah, whatever Rachel was doing, don't care. Earned. Artie in a horse jacket. Fully earned. Yes. Oh my god, this is everything. And That's I love like that literally in my last note. <laughs> the link you sent me is in French too, which I love. Um, and it's from Wish.com, the trashiest website oh my god. in the world. You get that jacket in the mail and it looks nothing like it that. It is made of paper. Like yeah. you could rip your arm right through it, but oh, 100%. it's covered in horses and you're happy for that. Um, my final notes were, one, she's definitely by the Fifth Avenue Apple Store, because yeah. <laughs> you can tell. Um, and two, the final shot of that, people definitely knew that Glee was filming right there and then, because mm-hmm. one, the camera crew, they see a camera crew, they see Leah Michelle. people are gonna yeah. find out about it in 2012. Yep. And, like, the final shot is so many people just taking photos of <laughs> Leah Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, they absolutely knew what they were doing here. Yep. Well, good um, for Leah Michelle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the well, episode. Holy that's, heck, uh, that's the end of yeah. season three. Yeah. Our seniors have graduated. Rachel is in New York City now. And <laughs> for, who knows to check where out anyone dorms. else is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, she'll be back. Um, right. We've got we got a couple wrap up seasony things to do, but first let's talk about the music in this episode. Yes. So to round out your season three iTunes collection, you have to pick one of these songs, add it to your iPod forever. I am not going to count "Sit Down, You Rock in the Boat" or "Single Ladies" because first of all they didn't sing "Single Ladies," and they barely sang "Sit Down, You Rock in the Boat." I don't think you can get it on iTunes. But uh, so your choices are really "Forever Young." I'll remember, you get what you give, in my life, glory days, and roots before branches. I just love the way you say roots before branches. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go you with... need, I guess. <laughs> That's science. Um, I'm going to go with get what you give. Um, mm-hmm. Good energy. Good vibes. Yeah. All around. Once I, once I found out, like, once I got over the initial shockwave of Finn basically yelling at me to start that song, exactly uh, I, I also would go with get what you give. I'm going to give it a close second to In My Life, but for that yeah. one, I don't think the Glee cover is better than the original enough, right. so right. I don't I don't need it. Yeah. Um, here's a follow-up, though. Let's uh, do a quick roundup. What are some standout songs for the, from this whole season for oh, you? Oh, man. I'm trying to remember what the fuck is in this season. Here, um, I have a list for you if you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Luckily, Wikipedia is kind enough to provide us with a list of every song sung in season three. Yes. Which, by the way, was 146. Holy shit. Um, Ryan oh Murphy God. was quoted as saying that, like, oh, we'll probably end up trying to do about four songs per episode, but the average ranged from five to nine. So. Right. Um, I forgot that they start off with We Got the Beat. Um, I know. Um, Candyman is absolutely tonight. a highlight. Um, as is the Adele mashup, that's yep. legendary. Trouble Tones numbers, obviously, were all great. Yeah. Um, some of my highlights include, um, thinking about it, or, like, trying to drive home thinking about it, but, uh, 
Yeah, the rumor hasn't matched up. Uh, we already talked about my love for the Hungry Life of Like a Wolf Rio matchup. Yes. Honestly, we just talked about last episode, but Paradise by the Dashboard Light. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Every song from that Every song from that yeah. set, like, that was a highlight. Um, um Cough Syrup. Cough Syrup also definitely. a highlight. Uh looking through, looking through. Yeah. Um also Some, I will give yeah. a Go shout on. out to the um Anything you can do, I can do better. Anything goes mashup. Oh yeah, that was great from the first episode. I will give a shout out. I think to um. Oh, where was it? I'm trying to find it in this list. The oh, flash dance with a feeling. Yes. Also I, a recent one. Yeah, that one yeah. was also really good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with all of that. Um, Those are all. Uh, yeah. Good choices. There were some. There were some bangers. There was also a lot of um, my any any, any lows. Uh, oh I have God. to, of course, give it to give it to Ben. Um, <laughs> Never. That's forget probably the song my low point of the episode. I would say that's your low point of the series. So far. <laughs> I will never ever in my life forget you just processing. This is a song about a rat. It's Why are they singing this rat. to a song? Why are they singing this song about a rat to Blaine, who's a pirate? Um, I and I still don't know. Rain in Spain was probably my That's lowest. That's also point. a big low. That Correct. one. It's Jesus Christ. Oh, um, oh, and we. I think perhaps our lowest point that we can bo- we both agree on was also fucking Red Solo Cup. Oh my God. I yes. don't think we've ever had more anger at a song than their performance of Red Solo Cup. So that might be the season low. That for was. Me. I would classify that as a hate crime. Um, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Um, I would say, overall, my read of season three is inconsistent, but still full of some pretty high highs. Agreed. A lot more low lows, and a lot more, like, it definitely turned preachier this season. Yeah. But it can really, when it hits, it can really still hit. Yeah, definitely your sine waves and peaks and valleys and shit. Yeah. Um, any season three wrap-up thoughts that, uh... I mean, like, just justice for Tina, justice for Quinn, like... Yep, yep. I mean, yeah. I don't, and... And that, I guess, like, honestly, again, graduation could have been a blip in the Nationals episode, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah, this episode felt unneeded, but at least they didn't try to make anything big. Like, it right. felt like it was an honest episode, where they're like, we're gonna just have this sort of fluff episode with this one really hard-hitting scene at the end. Right. The last two, maybe three episodes were solid. Yes. So, yeah. Any uh, predictions for season four? I mean, like, I know about Kurt. Yeah. Which we just spoiled here. Sorry about it. Um, I imagine it's... I don't... I mean, I don't know, because, like, it's... I, I, I think less predictions and I'm more interested to see, like, what the will dynamic is with this crop of kids now that Finn yes. and Rachel are not going to be part of the Glee Club and, anymore. Right. I don't know, I think more than anything I'm interested to see, like, what happens with all of these characters, like, especially, like, if Mercedes is going to be in L.A., like... Right. Is Sam Who? a junior? Sam's Sam a junior. a junior, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're not done with Cordover Street. Right. Um, yeah. So, to answer your question, no predictions. Just questions. I don't know how you could. Um... Well, but that's it. We did it. We've made it. We're halfway through Glee as a series. Holy shit. 
I guess, yeah, if you are interested in following along with us yeah, on this guess, show yeah. more. Let's plug shit. Um, <laughs> you can or if you want to revisit at, your, famous, your favorite moments. Yeah. Send us some of your season three favorite moments. Please. Um, you can send us those favorite moments, be them songs, jokes, lines, series lows or season lows for you. Love to hear all of them. Tell us your wrap-up thoughts. You can at Glee Aggressive at on Twitter and Instagram, or via long form at GleeAggressive at uh, gmail.com. Yeah. Is there a We're, song worse than Red Solo Cup? Please tell us. Please tell us. Please are please defend your thesis. Yeah, if you um, like Red Solo Cup, give us a reason why. We'll we'll see. And um, we I mean we will be back for season four. Yes. We uh don't know when per se um we'll have we a hiatus though some things will happen in between probably yes who knows what um, kind of content um we do ha- yeah we do have to take a break um one because yeah. we did a whole ass season of glee and two yep. because good things yeah. all good things yeah um yes <laughs> um but yeah keep in touch have a good yes. summer yeah hags hags <laughs> never change Great, to- great times in chemistry class. Um, <laughs> Ian, where can people find you to keep abreast with what you're doing? Yes, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at ibroski, ibrods on TikTok, ianjbrodsky.com. Please come see me at Rockwood Music Hall on October 4th. Um, got a whole lot of original music and um, would love to see you there if you're in New York. Yay! Where can people um, find you, Karina? You can find me at the same handle on both Twitter and TikTok, which is Epic Adventure of. Um... Well, thank you all for joining us for this. The season, the last season of Glee that most people watched. Yes. Uh, from here on, we are moving into the drop-off point. A lot <laughs> of people got to the end of season three, and then we're like, all good. Not booting that back up again, so I, it will go. I don't know if it goes uphill or downhill for here in terms of podcast content, but it will go. It will go. So, if you are interested in joining us for season four, we will be glad to have you. Yeah. Um, which does mean, Ian, I have to ask, did this season of Glee make you want to watch that next season of Glee? It did not make me want to watch the season, but I am looking forward to doing so. That's fair. So, if back in 2012, Ian might have been like, okay, I'm I, good. I, Maybe I think it would have. It could have gone either way. I might have yeah. like kind of essentially what I did at the beginning of the series, which was like I'll check in on a couple episodes and be like, "Oh, that's cool," and then like maybe forget about it um, or get and too busy. Fair enough, aren't we all?